Hello and welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RPG forward slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Eldwood Academy. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us. Hello everyone and welcome to the Planar Bureau. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Sean, he him, and I will be your Dungeon Master tonight. Tonight's offering is the first in what I'm hoping could be a series of one-shots inspired by well-known songs. What song do you ask? Well, you'll just have to wait until the end of the show to find that out. If it is any consolation to you, our players have also not been told and will be puzzling it out themselves for the next three hours. Speaking of our players, uh, please could you introduce yourselves, uh, your pronouns, and a little bit about your character. And uh, it is at this point that I will say that um, I asked everyone to roll to work out who was going to go in order. And uh, in case he doesn't get another one throughout the game, uh, Mike got a natural 20 here. So. I'm saving it, good karma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Mike. I use he, him, pronouns. I'm playing Picket Scout, uh, Furbolg, um, safety conscious. Uh, Ranger, um, but we'll see how that manifests <laughs> in this game. Um, yeah, and a waste of <laughs> never, never a waste. <laughs> makes it perfect to then introduce me. Hello, um, I'm Tom. He, him. Uh, I'm playing Hane, who is a tragedy bard. I'm finally embracing the tragedy because, folks. If people roll nat ones, that's great. I get to embrace it. I get bardic inspiration for tragedy. <laughs> uh, he is a Asimar. Um, yeah, he's just he's here for he's here for a good time and also a bad time. We'll see how it works out. This is me next, right? Yes, that's right. Cool. Hi, I'm Evie. I use her pronouns, and I am playing Trey, sort for training dummy, uh, who is a warforged way of the shadow monk, who was last <laughs> seen on your Roll Together streams, streams many, many eons ago in vile shadow, shadows and a honeyed smile. Uh, and yeah, and they're up to new hijinks. Super duper. Um, last but not least, with. Uh... Sadly, not on that one that can be used for inspiration at this point, but nonetheless, I am and remain uh, David Shears, go by he, him. And today I have the pleasure of bringing back Torvald von Lichtenstein, who has fallen on sad, but we hope temporary times. Can I remember his accent? Can I remember how to play this game? Will I roll higher than a five? All this and more, we'll find out soon. Fantastic. And, uh, well, with... Uh... All of our characters and players nice and introduced. Here's a word from our sponsors. So, you are all members of an organization called the Planar Bureau, a group not unlike the Super Secret Agency or the Gatecrashers, who investigate strange activity occurring on different planes. Your commanding officer, Bergen Cursed Pines, gave you a briefing which was, as ever, brief. Go to the town of Bonham and talk to the owner of the big mansion there. Something strange is afoot, and it makes me wonder if something larger is going on. 
disembarking from the Planar Bureau Spelljammer, a simple grey airship with the Bureau symbol, a box containing their initials emblazoned on it, uh, you arrive in a town that appears to be completely deserted. So, who thinks they might have stepped off the Spelljammer uh, first? I think it's measuring the gap between the spell jammer and the floor and making sure the correct um, watch your step signs have been placed up. So he's just stood there with a mallet and like a wooden sign. Um, he's got like a bag full of multiple different signs um, and he's currently knocking it into the ground with this wooden mallet that says, uh, please mind your step. Nice. And Torvald would be proceeding with the utmost care, having to some extent uh, got used to his newly uh, larger proportions, but still very conscious of the the genuine uh, danger of crushing others underfoot. I mean, he's about nine foot tall at this point. Very stoopy. Just about fit in the uh, in the airship as well. Like it was, it was very kind of okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it had to be limber in ways he'd never previously envisaged uh, having to be. Doing Pilates back at the base. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, very, very. Okay, then I guess I'll go next. Uh, so Hane also very carefully. He's rushed downstairs before, and he knows that doesn't work out. He knows Pickett will get very, very cross. So. <laughs> Taking it one step at a time, planting his feet on the bottom, and then <laughs> with Vaudeville being so big, he's probably you know those um, plain um, what uh, waddles. <laughs> he's probably like using them to sort of like <laughs> guide Vaudeville off, whether necessary or not. <laughs> ah, um, Trey, go. I think following this, Trey will kind of stand in the door, take a deep breath of the new air. What does it smell like? Hmm. I think that's going to be a perception roll. Ooh. Okay. Mm. One can perceive one with one's nose. Uh, ten. Ten. Um, you don't pick up anything particularly different or off about this world. Some, some kind of planes do have... A, a weird smell, like, you know, parts of the Feywild might sell, smell quite sweet or cinnamony. Uh, bits of the Shadowfell just smell off and you can't tell quite why. Um, this plane seems to be normal. Fairly, uh, fairly typical kind of material plane style plane, this one. So um, I think that's probably what your your 10 uh, describes is, is just a, an average world. In the doorway, Trey's shoulders droop a little bit uh, at their, their meagre seven foot tall. Um, and suddenly go, hmm, oh well, and skips down the stairs with absolutely no portion, probably crushing a little bit of the stairs or a sign in the process. I think it doesn't say anything. You just notice, like, a small nosebleed. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you are free. You are bleeding from your nose. Do you require assistance? No, it's okay. It's fine. I say, old man, an injury this early in the game. That's rather, that's rather poor. Please do. I hand him a pocket handkerchief. How tragic of you. There you go. I'm getting my sign. <laughs> that seems the best idea, old man. 
Um, so as you um, have um, disembarked, you survey the, the scenery around you and you can see that um, Bonham seems to be this um, small village um, dominated by a large manor house um, at, uh, at kind of the western end of the town. Um, you kind of have to, to make your way through this little hamlet um, on your way to it. Um, and you see um, hide nor hair of any residents around. The place is deserted. Um, you walk by a couple of places that appear to be uh, shops with large glass windows to uh, better display their wares. Um, you look in uh, one of them, which appears to be uh, an apothecary of sorts. Kind of, there's, there's potions in the in the window, um, and a trick of the glass means that as you're kind of um, looking into this shop window, um, you marvel at um, the, the this kind of illusional effect that um, your reflection is kind of slightly imperfectly imposed, kind of slightly above and to one side of you, as and kind of descends into the darkness of the shop um, infinitely into the shadows. Um, but even peering into this shop window, still see uh, no sign of anyone. What are we thinking? A public holiday? Everyone at the beach or something? What, what do you think's happening? It is not unusual for people to run from my distinctive aroma. Do you enjoy the perfume I am wearing today? It may have scared off some of the residents. <laughs> Currently, Trey is smelling like pickled sweet onions. <laughs> I was going to say, permission to make a sniff check. <laughs> uh, you may all actively roll perception rolls to uh, to smell Trey's sweet pickled onion perfume. Mm. Just dirty <laughs> it's 20. It's a, it's a six. Six. It is a um, pleasant reminder of my favorite food from centuries ago. Are you eating pickled onions? <laughs> I mean... It's, da it's David. He could have a snack in his pocket. Several <laughs> rations are uh, essential for any um, undertaking. But um, please, you uh, may have all of you um, something from my, uh, my bag of uh, snakes. From your bag oh, of snakes. My bag of snakes. Not not I, snakes, I, snakes. Try I also heard snakes there. <laughs> which wouldn't be the first time that someone's tried to pull that trick on me. I mean this but, possibly uh, made from snakes, but they are snakes. Um by all means, that's that's uh we skipped breakfast to come. Uh but my David, what's in your what's in your bag of snakes? It's some form of spiced jerky of uh, indeterminate origin. It could be snakes. Or it could How just be snakes. Smell? It smells like um, a mixture of spices. You know, if you ever walk into the body shop or Lush and you're just um, assailed by just aromas from everywhere, it, it's like that, but with but with a, a sort of meat. culinary equivalent. <laughs> yes, it just Welcome smells lush strong. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> Trey's eyes light up a little bit more with their LED sockets. Takes some of the jerk and starts rubbing it under their armpits aggressively. <laughs> Is um good thought. I'm I'm not going to do that if that's okay with you. I yeah. just, mm, I, I think I, I think Hanny's uh with with your your six, I think it was, um, 
slightly gags at the pickled onion yeah. and then when you've got the kind of mix of the, the sweet pickled onion and then the savory kind of meat smell it's uh, it's kind of intermingling and not quite uh, not to your tastes anyway Hannah does the very gently so like <clears throat> bad <laughs> slightly <laughs> steps <laughs> away from like upwind I guess to try not get the smell of it, like. but, uh, but I think the meat's nice he's enjoying that yeah. What is uh, Picket Scout up to? Uh, currently looking, was scouting the buildings, <laughs> um, and he he sort of like is like sort of. It doesn't look like he really knows what he's doing. But he's like he's like tapping the wood wall, like and the the beams and stuff, mm-hmm. and he turns and goes, maybe maybe the place isn't up to code anymore and they all were you know evicted for unsafe living conditions give me uh That's... give me a survival roll tell you what <laughs> i'm actually quite good <laughs> i swear I, I'm, this I'm hoping the... so <laughs> this is the reason Ooh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what were you saying tom I was going to say, I'd love it if this just like, yeah, actually, it is actually bad, bad code. <laughs> Congratulations. Nothing to do with a song. No big monsters. Just woodworm. With your 22, um, I will, you, you don't find anything uh, wrong so much with the um, the buildings. You know, you, you give them a tap and, you know, you. Uh, this is where my lackluster DIY knowledge is going to completely fail me. I have you know you knock and you find some studs that's about the limit of it i think is uh is you know so so i'm, I'm not even gonna try anymore um but the the buildings seem to be safe enough um they, they satisfy you but um as you're kind of um going along and kind of just scouting ahead testing some of the um additional buildings you do spot um a a wall um it doesn't seem to be fencing anyone in or out of anything um it's kind of a little bit dilapidated in places um and there's a um a plaque on this wall which you may read if you wish i'd i'd love to if i read that language um so um you read the um the plaque and uh, in some very small writing it uh, kind of indicates that this wall used to be part of the historical boundary of the town um and is is kind of one of the last bits of it that's left um it's not doing anything to keep people in or out anymore it is just a historical kind of thing and then rather cryptically under that informative piece it says pay the piper pay the piper mm-hmm. pay the piper Pay the piper. Yep. Pay the piper. piper, piper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody know the piper? We owe the piper some pay. Oh. Um, I mean, I I do play the bird pipes, which is <laughs> as as a bard, I chose as my instrument. But uh, I assume it's not me. But um, just uh, are we paying homage, paying gold, or? some kind of farmyard animal what exactly do we have well, i suppose you don't know really you've just read a sign but um you say hmm. it is not you but better safe than sorry here is some gold <laughs> oh i could try <laughs> oh. <laughs> i just i slightly put my hand out to the other two while i sort of kneeling down looking at the look at the plaque but i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> no fair enough <laughs> Don't worry, uh, it will go on lunch if we get lunch, but, um... Hey, hmm. jerky. 
if it's, you put more jerky in my hand, I'm like, payment in kind. Don't worry, old man. How much to pay the people to play per se? Jerk. I mean, just pop out the bird pipes. This one is a classic tune. And I'm just... <laughs> it's just the sound of a starling. I'm like, it's. Uh, I can keep it. Yeah, I'll just. I'll just stop. If we start walking, I'll just be playing my bird pipes. Nice. It's not subtle. <laughs> and this isn't us sneaking. There's just some birds coming up the road. Listen, you've got a seven foot wolf voice that smells of sweet pickled onions. You've got a nine foot giant man. We've got bird pipes. We've got pickets yeah. everywhere. There's nothing subtle about this party. Do you want to carry on up to the um, manor? Absolutely. Cool. Um, just quickly before we do that, uh, what is everybody's passive perceptions? Oh, actually quite good. 17. 17. 11. 11. Okay, so very split between um, a couple of 17s and a couple of 11s. So, uh, right, a couple of you are going to be noticing everything. A couple of you are here. Um, as you kind of go to to move off, you do notice um, some fairly low down, um, like Torvald especially would have to um, stoop quite significantly to uh, to read it. Um, it it's just um, some um, uh, what's the word I want? Not illusory. Um, no, it's it's like it's, well, it's, it's physical graffiti on this uh, wall. Uh, it seems to be in uh, some form of gnomish. Either of you speak that? I actually think I do. <laughs> I do not. Wait. Oh. Got too lazy with all the translated copies at Candlekeep. Clearly. Mm. Well, I will have a, a big walking stick with some uh, some glasses attached to the end. So when he's sort of leaning down, it's like... Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> Noise um, look like gnomish or something. Mike, have you frozen or are you in a... Uh... Oh, I was trying to find my languages section and I can't find it. I don't know. Uh, mind beyond. your language. <laughs> Welcome back to mind your language. Uh, it should be on the left-hand side near the bottom, I think, in d d Beyond, if that's... Ah, there it is, gnomish. I don't know why I picked it, but I did. Hooray! <laughs> Mind your manner. For uh, moments such as this. Um, so, uh, in Gnomish it reads, You know sometimes words have two meanings. But, you know, with that you're going to um, head on up to the manor house itself. How long was the walk from the wall to the manor? This feels like a loaded question. Um, would ten oh, minutes would... be? Uh... <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> for ten minutes. I uh, I have done what I'm calling inspiring leader, where I've been a bird song to cheer us up uh, for ten minutes. Uh, yeah, everyone gets uh, ten temporary HP. Ooh, Ooh lovely, nice. Yeah, well, well, our song, y'all. Rolling along, just uh, singing along with it. We're the strangers to love. <laughs> you know the rules, and so do I. <laughs> which, which, coming from Torvald singing yeah. under his breath, it's uh, the reverberation that would, would, would cause small creatures to worry there was some sort of um, seismic activity. 
I imagine like rocks shaking, glasses of water getting little puddles in them. Oh, yeah, it's very, very T Rexy. Mm. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, as you approach this mansion, and um, it is um, a very, very uh, large, grandiose affair, um, dominating the landscape as it does. Um, those of you who are aware of such things would know that um, you are traveling to the west and you can see that um, the the grounds of the mansion are um, quite expansive um, and there is uh, seems to be an entire forest just kind of on the grounds, just out uh, carrying on to the west. And um, you, um, as you uh, approach the, the mansion and that there is a kind of... Um, a gate and a, a low wall. It doesn't. It doesn't appear like there's too much concern about trespassing or anything like that here. Um, but you do see the gate, and it has a plaque on it, um, which says um, the residency of Paige James. Page like the name, or page like the piece of paper. Um, page P A I G E, James mm. J A Y M E S. I know a lot of you will know that I have a proclivity towards anagrams. I'm going to save you some time here. Um, some things are just bold hints at things and oh, not anagrams. Like like he might be known to his friends as Jimmy. <laughs> Who can say? Just like that. That's, sometimes words have two meanings. So we should, we should Jimmy the lock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Starts rattling the gate. I think that's great that they're doing that and kind of I said the, the wall's not high enough so I kind of like step over over the wall where they're like, oh, Kate, like, you can do it, you're doing excellently, come on, let's see what you can do. I mean, the, go on. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, can I check for trip hazards? <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, I think, I think that's going to be survival. <laughs> or traps. I will also say that um, that there isn't really any kind of attempt to keep people out. So these gates, uh, they're not locked. As you start kind of shaking them, they just open. Ah, um, it was a successful clue. We have <laughs> jimmied. Uh, what was your survival check? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, yeah, as far as you can tell, there's no there's no traps. Nothing. Uh, even kind of on an arcane level, you're you're trying to kind of look out for things that might indicate some magical trickery but uh, no seems to be um, all in order and um, in fact as you kind of open the gate you you can see the kind of well-kept gardens of this um, mansion and um, just kind of sitting on a little bench uh, not too far away is a um, uh, what appears to be a little old woman um, she's quite quite elderly um, fairly petite um, slightly hunched over and human hello greetings good afternoon oh hello there i i don't remember seeing you for around these parts we're new in town we're having a look around we were told that we would be given a fine greeting and a hearty meal here at the manor house uh terribly sorry to uh Hannay, pleasure to meet you lovely I, i'm Paige. takes your ah. hand and shakes 
What's the hand feel like? Does it just feel like a no nice old lady hand? Hmm. Give me a perception roll. <laughs> perception roll. Uh, dirty 20. A dirty 20. Nice. Um. Mm. Her hand is quite cold and clammy. Um. She also, she has a very kind of weak grip. Um, the sort of grip that, you know, you, you, you feel like if you weren't holding the hand, it would just fall off your hand, like just, just kind of slip away from your grip. Um, yeah, just kind of, yeah, cold, moist. <laughs> yeah. Typical old lady. Uh, no, I just haven't done that. Like, <laughs> no, pleasure, pleasure, Paige. Sorry, we didn't mean to uh, intrude on your thoughts. Being honest with you, dearie, uh, my thoughts have mostly been turning to this rather nasty headache that I appear to have had for the last few days. It's quite the migraine, really. Oh, oh dear. Um, <laughs> I mean, can we? Have you have you been to the apothecary? Have you got some pills or potions? In in all honesty, I've 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 not felt up to the trip. It's uh, I know it's not it's not far from the mansion, but uh, no, I've not not felt up to it. I don't suppose you would mind going. I mean. <laughs> I would be happy to give you a piggyback, or to carry you to the appropriate facility. Oh, that's very kind of you to offer, but I, th I think I'd, I'd quite like to stay on the grounds, if that's all right. But uh, I can, I can give you some, some money to, to go to the, to the, sh to the shop for me. And then we play pipes. If, if you, if you want. That might not help with the headache. Sometimes idiom is hot for me. Oh. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are you cold, Paige? Um, oh, I'm always cold, my dear. Please, uh, if you may. Uh, Torvald will um, just cast Create Bonfire. To, um, <laughs> on the old lady. Not on the old lady, but <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a proximity to, to deliver warmth and comfort rather than incandescence and burning. Cool. Remind me, does Create Bonfire literally just kind of, and it's there, or does it need some kind of kindling or something like that? It just it just flaps up um, on the ground uh, in a five-foot cube. Um, so if nice. nobody's actually in it, it just gives off um, light and heat and normal bonfire stuff. Oh, well, that's, that's lovely. Thank you, dear. Uh, here. She kind of pats her pockets and um, takes out a couple of coins, which um, she probably passes to Hanny, being the, the kind of closest to her. Um, and um, so if 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 you find that the the apothecary is closed, just um, just just drop my name. They're usually quite happy to uh, to, to to open up, even if uh, if if they were otherwise uh, engaged. Does, oh. does it look like she might already be aware that the village is kind of abandoned? 
Hmm. Interesting. Uh, give me an insight check. And uh, either you had, uh, or Trey had their hands up. It was a similar question just to ask her rather than ascertain. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. What was your uh, insight? It was a 11. Okay. Um, she, you're trying to get a read on her, but her face like she, she keeps kind of wincing every so often which you think is probably symptomatic of the migraine so it's kind of difficult to get a bead on her intentions or even like her knowledge like um it, it, it's kind of you you're you're reading her body language and everything just says i have a headache are you aware that the entire town seems to be currently empty do you know where they have gone and where we may find them? Oh dear. No, I have I haven't got a clue. Um, in, in all honesty, these migraines started a couple of days ago, and uh, I've not been out of the grounds since. I just try and sit in the garden and have a have a bit of fresh air, see if that'll shift things, but. Uh, no, I've not. I've not really had cause to leave. Perhaps this migraine has saved you from an ill fate of the entirety of the rest of the town. Maybe you are very fortunate. Oh dear. Oh, that, that is interesting news. Annie, <laughs> I believe there is a song you could write about this. Well, we could give it a go about the, you know, every, you find inspiration at every every turn and twist. Uh, I'm still just sort of like playing with the coins in my hand. I'm like, okay. oh, they feel like they feel like metal. Do you want to give me a either a perception roll or a history check? I think uh, I will do history. Mm -hmm. um, it's a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, so you're not you're not familiar with this plane. Um, but given that it is, it seems to be one of the many that are, um, quite similar to the material plane, you, um, you feel that probably the, the, the monetary systems is, is going to be quite similar and you, you inspect the coins and you notice that they are gold, but they're minted as if they were silver coins. Interesting. Again, Tom is like suspicious. You're like, what are you suspicious about, Tom? I'm like, I don't know. Suspicious. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> what do they do with the silver coins? Um, well then, uh, Miss, Ma'am, uh, we'll go uh, have a word with the uh, the doctor. See if we can get you. Um, perhaps um, maybe one of my associates would like to stay with you. Maybe get you a glass of water. Have you had some tea? Maybe they could go make you something refreshing. Uh, often find that helps uh, settle the mind. Oh, I mean, only if you're if if you're not uh, not busy doing something else. That is a good point. Do you think the Planar Bureau sent us here to collect medicine for an old lady? It would not <laughs> Just... be would not be out of character for them, I imagine. We do do good deeds. This might be, but um... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I hope it was a little bit more exciting, but uh, 
maybe, you know, it's coming up to the holidays. They need to get through a backlog of things. But, um... Small actions, long level. <laughs> exactly. Um... Okay. A little bit like trying to talk to the others and like slightly like trying to hand sign going, right, do you want, <laughs> how do you think this is going? Do you want to stay here? <laughs> and then I sort of like slightly hag? Because <laughs> you never know. Um, I'll, I'll go make a cup of tea, although I don't like boil, boiling water. Um, I was going to say, it's not safe. No, no. I mean, if you know how to handle it correctly, it's fine. And then, uh, yeah, pick it a walk sort of behind the old lady and then sort of, like, turn around and cast Detect Magic from behind her to, <laughs> to see if... Um, to be not noticeable, hopefully. Okay. Uh, just casting outright or uh, ritual? Ritual will take the casting time plus <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'll just be, oh, I'll whack it out. Whack it out, so go go wild. It's a one shot. Okay. Um, you cast a tech magic, and um, areas of the world, as, as often they will when you cast a spell, um, are kind of limed in different colors of, uh, well, different colors de denoting what um magic you detect um you do indeed see that uh page appears to be limed in a, a an aura which uh you read as transmutational um, aura um you also notice um uh slightly off to a distance there is a a bush um, that appears to have a um, more of a, um, a conjuring um, kind of sense about it. <laughs> From behind the old lady, um, Pickett will start rummaging through his bag of signs and he's going to pull one sign that says warning transmutation magic in use. <laughs> this, gonna... is, this is what happens when I don't give the party magic <laughs> items. Just, well, I'm going to have as many mundane things as I can carry. I, I am the king of mundane. And then I will get another sign that says, warning, illusion magic <laughs> in use, in area. What's the range of detect magic? Just having a quick... Uh, it's not great. It's 30 foot. It's 30 foot. Yeah, so so Paige, obviously, you know, you're you're right behind, and then there was the bush that was kind of thirty foot off. Um, as you, as, so how close to the bush do you get when you put your sign down? Uh, depends if I can put it down without the old lady directly noticing me do it or not. <laughs> she seems quite. Um, distracted you know she's got the fire now she seems to be kind of you know rubbing her hands together and tr like rubbing her knees trying to to work some heat into the old bones um so you think that you could probably do it fairly subtly i'll allow you a stealth roll if you wanted to 
Oh, well, why not? That's always... Can I give help? Because I'll start being like, oh, you know, he's going to go make you a lovely cup of tea. How How is it that you take your tea, my dear? You know, <laughs> I always enjoy a bit of them. It's like with a bit of a hand of like, go, 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 go. You, you can <laughs> grant advantage and uh, be very distracting. 22. Um, and um, I probably will only get like 10 foot away from roughly, and then I'll just place it in front. <laughs> And um, with your um, high passive perception of 17, you do notice um, as you get closer to the um, to the hedgerow that it's rustling. Oh. Uh. Can I... I'd, I'd love just to make a perception check. I don't yeah, think you can, you can it actively go near it. <laughs> yeah, you can you can actively kind of peer at the bush, like you you've, you know you've obviously caught this out of the corner of your eye, but um, see what see what rolling gets you. That's a that's a nineteen. Ooh. Nineteen. Your curse um, is over. It is. I'm rolling beautifully so far. Lovely, jubbly. Um, yeah, you can see that there appears to be a person um, in and or around this hedgerow. Um, they are kind of um, quite a short, maybe two, two and a half foot tall. Um, uh, appears to be a dryad. Um, being being a furbelgo, I imagine you, um, you kind of are fairly well-versed in a lot of forest-dwelling folk. And yeah, this dryad has kind of um, long willowy curls covering a spry, uh, lithe frame uh, with skin that at times looks smooth. Um, and others is weathered like gnarled old bark. And they appear to just have a little um, very makeshift broom made out of um, twigs woven together, and they're just kind of sweeping up some of the dead leaves from under this bush. Does it look like they've noticed me? You stealthed right up to them. Uh, Does it look like it's noticed the rest of the group? Um, you mean insight roll? Oh, what? Fourteen. Fourteen. If they have, um, they're not showing any signs that, you know, like they're not warily watching, or you know, there's no kind of curiosity. So you don't think they've noticed? I don't think you know. Believe it or not, I have a sign that says. Warning dryad here. Um, that seems a little too specific. <laughs> Might have been pushing the uh, the borders of credulity there. <laughs> We're having the budget for next year. <laughs> you're flicking through and you're like, oh, I must have left it the last time I saw a dryad. I need to give you some blank ones and a sharpie. <gasps> What's a sharpie? <laughs> like a whittling knife. <laughs> yeah, that's a cup. You're like, it says wood elf? That's not really right, though. You have to be precise about these things. Um, I guess I'll leave the sign and back away and then just do that classic, like, like, pointing very over dramatically about the fact that there's something over there in that bush where the illusion magic is coming from. And then I will go 
do and then like word the words of do I still go make tea? Question. <laughs> I would say that everybody can notice this. Uh, possibly, like Hanny would be out of the corner of your eye, and we've already established the corner of your eye is not as um, good, perhaps as Torvald and uh, Picket Scouts. So um, you're you're very distracting, and but also distracted. Uh, but the other two of you, you can react. Yeah, I'm completely distracted. <laughs> I will give Pickett a thumbs up. I'm just going to go over to the to the to the dryad. I'll go make tea. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make tea. You're going to the dryad. Um, what's Torvald up to at the moment? Um, at the moment, Torvald is uh, happy to recast bonfire when needed, and also eat the jerky and uh, offer. It's good. Having having a nice little chat with Paige, who has gone off on a um, a ramble. Uh, it, it turns out that Paige um, was an adventurer uh, in her younger days, and uh, tells you about how um, you know she was quite successful in in her day and managed to uh, uh, purchase um, not just the kind of the, the land that the mansion's on, but also um, the town, which when she came to the village was. Um, uh, very dilapidated, um, completely deserted. Um, but she threw kind of, um, you know, the, the money that she'd accrued on her career, um, kind of rejuvenated it and, and people started coming back and um, and they've been very nice to her since. Uh, but she's telling it in a very long-winded way that, uh, you know, I told it succinctly. Um, she keeps going off on tangents and there's a couple of recurring characters that uh, have absolutely no impact on the story, but she oh, keeps yeah. mentioning them anyway. We'll be trying to find out who her favourite people are and if there's a reason that they may not have come to visit and check on her and stuff. Hmm. Okay. The two of us are very much going into nice old lady. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> you're nice you're young so, men. We you're sure so are. Nice. Why, why yeah. no one help? Strange. Yeah. That's a terrible shame. Terrible, terrible shame. I'm not going to ask you to roll because I think it's unfair to ask you for, to roll when I'm not when when you're not going to get anything from it mm. um she it's it's only been a couple of days that since the last time she went to the town um she hasn't noticed and even if she were to think to herself oh you know I wonder why um she doesn't have any answers for you it's, it's it's you know you you can ask it she has a ponder but uh, it's more of a rhetorical question now the big question is does she take the jerky I think a couple of times you you offer it and um, she she politely declines the the jerky, but um, very well. Uh, Hag, no. <laughs> Hag's known for hating jerky. Yeah, go on. I have uh, we've we've spent a bit of time with Picket Scout, so while you're going off to do, make the tea, uh, Trey, you are um, heading over to investigate the bustling bush. Um, I will crouch down. Kind of peer in, try and get a view of the the figure. Mm -hmm. um, uh, could you give me a stealth roll? Are you, are you trying to do this stealthily, or are you? No, no, I'm just looking. I'm just coming in. <laughs> um, okay, well, if you're not trying to be stealthy, then I think um, you are just going to startle the dryad. Oh, crouch down. Hello, my name is Trey. It is Hello. nice to meet you. What oh. is your name? Uh, Bob, uh, Plant, Bob Plant, yep. Hello, Bob Plant, what a lovely name. 
th- thank you very much. Uh, uh, Trey's a very nice name too. Thank you. What are you doing in this bush with this old lady over here? Oh, just, oh, just not, nothing to do with her. Actually, I'm just, I'm just clearing up. Just, you know, I'm, I'm having a bit of a spring clean. <laughs> it's for the May Queen, you see. It's, um, she gets very particular about her hedgerows. The Mayor Queen? Who is this? The the Mayor Queen. Mayor as in like um come what may. Oh. Well who is this May Queen? I have not heard of her. Oh you know, her, her dominions of all of the, the, the natural parts of this world, you know. Oh, I am not really part of the natural world, so that would explain oh. why I've not heard of her before. Anytime you're in a forest or, you know, any kind of natural part of the world, you can you can generally find the May Queen, some form or another. Oh, I will look out for her. Thank you for the information. Can you tell me what has happened to this town? Town? Looks looks around. I'm sorry, I don't don't really go beyond the the, the borders of the forest. It's it, you, this this garden's well enough because it's green, but um, anything soon as it gets, you know, rocky. Or, what are, what are the, those things that people put down to make it not grass? Asphalt. Yes, yeah. I I don't like touching the asphalt. That is fair enough. I'm trying not to giggle at, at something really stupid. Um. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. <sighs> that is very understandable if you are a creature of nature. Have you but have you not noticed anything strange going on just outside of the boundaries of this garden? I can't say that I have. Oh it's been it's been quiet today. Yes, you tried... it has been very quiet today. Have you tried asking the birds? No, I have not. I do not speak their language. Do you? Huh. No. Hmm. But but if if anybody were to know, it'd be the birds, because, you know, they come and go and they do as they please. That is very true. I will find a way to speak to the... <gasps> the piper. Hanny has a bird pipe. You have been very helpful. I wish you luck with your tidying up. Please let me know if there's anything I can do to assist you. Oh, very kind. I think I've got it in hand, thank you. Kind of continues just sweeping. You can just see some dead leaves just kind of getting brushed into a a little... um, Possibly a very small bag of holding that they use entirely for um, sweeping up lawns. A good use of a bag of holding. Um, Cool. Right, well, as you uh, finish up your conversation, um, Pickett Scout, uh, you have headed into the uh, mansion. And similarly to a lot of this town, um, you just open the door. It, you, you presumably go through the same kind of steps of um, checking to see whether there's anything amiss. Regardless of what you roll, you would determine that there wasn't, and uh, indeed the door is unlocked and untrapped. Um, the kitchen, um, after you nose around a bit, um, actually, give me, 
Do you want to give me a an investigation roll? I can. Ten. Ten. I think that you, with a ten, probably just beeline straight for where you suspect a kitchen might be, which is at the back of uh, the house. Um, and uh, indeed, as you kind of pass um, all of the kind of furniture, which um, appears to have a um, white tarpaulins over it, um, not that you notice this, uh, you, you kind of head through <laughs> the kitchen and um, you find a kettle, you kind of uh, how, how would you start a fire? Would it be kind of through mundane like matchsticks, or do you have any yeah. spells for that? Uh, no, yeah, be um, <clears throat> yeah, flint and steel, safety matches, yeah, mm-hmm. safety matches, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, you you flint and your steel, and you, you kind of get get a little fire boiling, and um, while the um, kettle is uh, indeed boiling, um, you just kind of idly glance out the window, um towards the uh, the forest out the back of this uh this kind of estate could you please make a charisma save oh no that's a 13 13 as you kind of glance out into this forest um you see what appear to be kind of rings of smoke kind of just through the tree line and you feel utterly compelled to explore the woods you mm. can't see a way out of this kitchen so um you uh um, i climb through the window you can certainly try uh <laughs> give me a dexterity check question yes would i leave a naked flame unattended before leaving. Because hmm. the whistle could give you guys an indication that I'm not there anymore. But I mean, I think that your compulsion is kind of going to override even your basest uh, instincts at this point. So, um, yes, naked flame um, left unattended indeed. Um, Never going to live that down back. Back in the office. Um, and yeah, uh, dexterity check. I was I was going to say actually, if you would prefer to roll athletics. Um, however, the athletics would literally be you jumping through glass as well. Oh yeah, I'll stick with uh, the dex check, which was a twelve. A twelve. Um, I think with the twelve, um, you you know you do better than most um you do manage to kind of um jimmy the 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 window open and kind of uh, squeeze yourself through this kind of rather small gap and um once on the other side you start beelining towards the forest given um everybody else is in conversation with um page and or someone else at this point um i would like some active uh, perception rolls i think 
25. Five. She's a charming old lady, and I just like having a conversation with her. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I'm easily charmed <laughs> by an older lady. You, you are indeed. You are... Um, you, you've kind of resigned yourself to maybe this. The, the entirety of this quest is going to be fetch some pills for an old lady um so you're trying to get as much information out of her about her storied career as possible so that you can at least write a half decent tale uh, based on her adventures um the other two of you however you um very clearly hear the sound of a um Firbolg trying to squeeze <laughs> himself through a uh, smaller than Firbolg shaped gap um followed by um, kind of the whistling of a kettle that has not been taken off the boil. That is not how you make tea. <laughs> oh no. He's gone off his risk assessment. Something must be seriously wrong. I believe you are most probably correct. I go after. I go after him. See what's going on. I will. I will follow. Uh, and he seems to have situation in hand. <laughs> really, really, that does sound terrible. An entire fleet of the things. Most terrible, yes. <laughs> I think I kind of glance at the others and I'm like, uh, they can make tea. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> they know I like biscuits. I, all is in hand. We are about to uh, witness the endeavours of uh, three members of the Planar Bureau and a conversation. <clears throat> um, uh, 20 more minutes, John. Come on. Oh, oh, really? Your feet hurt? That's tragic. There you go. Clay, <laughs> yes. how, how dire do you think situation might be? Well, I've never seen Pickett go off of a risk assessment before. It must be pretty serious to make him neglect his duties. Very well. I will just return to Hanny and uh, pick him up mm -hmm. uh, and carry him. I've realised I am the smallest. Everyone else is like seven, nine feet. I'm just like five foot seven. I'm like, <clears throat> totally sorry, Miss Page. Uh, ventricles. Uh, <laughs> good luck with the rheumatism. As <laughs> I've been carried off. <laughs> I look up at Torvald. What's up, old man? <clears throat> yeah. Apparently, risk assessment has not been followed. Possibly no, uh, concern. Ah, fiddly dee. That's real. That's real issue. Um, what do you do? Play with knives? Uh, drink from an unmarked bottle? What, what? What? What are we thinking? Worse, he left a live flame unattended. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 Just completely breaks through. Ah. Considering Hanny is a smoker, the number of times pickets just come with like a little squeezy, but like, mm, like putting it out, old man, putting it out. <laughs> uh, I I will let Torvald carry me into the building. Oh, so you're uh, you're going back into the the kitchen, or are you gonna gonna head? Uh... I should tell you what. Um, while Torvald's gone to collect Hanny, could. Um... Trey, please make a um, investigation uh, check. Absolutely. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you um, fairly uh, analytically at this point kind of assess everything that kind of is is awry with this scene. And uh, yes, you notice unattended kettle. Um, you notice 
open window, you notice... Please make me a charisma save. Oh, no. Oh, no. Eight. Eight. <laughs> um, yes, you feel a, uh, a longing, again, to uh, get to the forest as quickly as possible. I jump through the window. I feel like if uh, if a Furbolg can do it, so can you. Um, I will still have the uh, dexterity check, though. Can I do athletics to burst through the glass? You may. Yeah. Oh-ho! 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. 25, okay. With well, a 25, um, you could quite easily have made that window-shaped gap. However... Would you have wanted to? No. You just go. So <laughs> the, the, you you jump through, leaving almost a comic style kind of outline of uh, of tray that is easily kind of mapped onto the open window when the, the others come back. Um, and uh, tray indeed also um, heads into the woods. The advantage of twenty five, you you kind of do it with such style and grace that um, you don't tread on any of the grass or uh, take any damage from breaking through. That's good. I will say that you probably hear "wee" as Trey just starts bolting towards the forest in absolute glee. Uh, and well, you too, oh, you too notice the uh, the smoke rings um, throughout this forest. Where and Torvald, we this is a trip hazard. Uh, we have to turn the kettle off first. Yes. <laughs> Most strange. Um, so, what are we thinking? You both would have easily heard the wee and the smash of glass mm. as uh, Trey is in indeed also left the building. I mean, it's both stunned like them for, you know... Sounded like uh, Trey just uh, jumped through the window there. That seems most unlike them. It does look as if some measure of compulsion has um, taken them from where they were to where they now are. Speaking of a measure of compulsion and looking at the window, um, could you both make me some charisma saves? I have something that can help me with being charmed. <laughs> can I make an intelligence check to try and kick it in to take care of both of us before we... Ah, okay, it's an active thing, is it? It's uh, It takes an action to do it. Bef before you looked at the window, you did have a conversation where you mentioned being compelled. So uh, I think that is grounds enough to say yes. Again, didn't want to too matter it, but it sort of like clicks. Uh, so that's a counter charm, so we both have advantage on being charmed. Oh, interesting. Roll it with advantage. <laughs> that was even worse. <laughs> Roll to zero. <laughs> what was your first roll? Six. What was Hanny's? It was an intelligence roll. Or... It was uh, charisma save. Charisma save. Yeah. Advantage. Oh, it's just going to be B. Uh, it's a 16. 16. Uh, 16 is enough. So, um, oh. yeah. It's it's shame I'm still carrying you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame oh, that this, it's, it's a shame that the the window itself isn't large enough for uh, Torvald. You'll be smashing some um, some foundations through the wall. Yep. Oh good heavens! Um, oh, I think it's going to have to be strength based for you. 
Sure. Uh, strength check or athletics? Athletics is fine. Uh, that is a 16. Yeah. Nowhere near as graceful as Trey, but um, yes, you uh, you smash through. I don't think you even try to jump it. I think you literally just walk and uh, the, uh, the brickwork just um, moves aside um, as you clamber through this increasingly large hole in Paige's house. And yeah, Hannah, you're, you're being carried along for the ride. What are you doing, old chap? What are you... Where are you going? Have you not seen how interesting these woods are? We must Absolutely them. not. No, I haven't. I mean, <laughs> try to, like, slap me on the face. Like, snap out of it. Um, I t- oh, this is, a, this is a real pickle. This is a real conundrum. I sort of bardic inspiration to hopefully be like, come on. Come on, Torvald. You've been around for, I don't know, a couple thousand years? The first time you've ever seen a really appealing tree? Come on. Look how oh, brown oh, no, the trees. Oh. Look how... Uh, <laughs> Look at these leaves. Just shoving no, into them. I the will wood. not. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's all good. Ouch. So as you um, <laughs> are now um, within the boundaries of the forest, um, you kind of... You go about 20 foot in and um, find that... Uh, both Trey and Pickett Scout are kind of stood in um, in wonder uh, in the in the mid- middle of this tree, just kind of ba- basking in the serenity of this uh, this wood. Good evening, chats. Um, See, so you're also very excited by the trees. What's occurring? It smells so fresh out here. Can you not appreciate the aroma? I think we pretty much established, considering your smell and that jerky, I've got a rather blocked up nose. So no, I can't appreciate the aroma. This is most unbecoming of all of you. Come on, we've got a nice old lady to help get some pills. Yeah. Just just listen and enjoy this. The nice noises and things. Picket, you are aware how dangerous a forest is. So many trip hazards. Also, you left a flame. What have you it's done okay. that nice old lady's house done? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <It> was just... <laughs> just try and gently move Hanny backwards and forwards, like, a, like a, rocking a... Hanny is, like, intentionally just keeping his eyes shut. He's like, nope. Kind of re- reverse wafting a scent, but you're, yeah. you're wafting the person you want to thing. Um... As you are all kind of um, basking in the serenity and and listening out, uh, could you all please make me a perception roll? Try to make me disadvantage because I've got my eyes shut. <laughs> um, unless you have found a way to close your ears, no. <laughs> oh heavens! Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. 20, 30. 17, Sorry, thirty. Did you say, Tom? Twenty. Dirty. Twenty. Okay. Dirty twenty. That's fine. So seventeen. Twenty. Evie. Seventeen. Seventeen as well. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. So, um, charmed as you all are, you are uh, more receptive, perhaps, to this, um, uh, to to this sound that you hear, um, and even Hanny, um, who is not uh, so charmed, finds that um, he is able to pick up. 
the distinct melody of pipe music on the wind coming from deeper into the woods. Those of you who are indeed uh, charmed, you feel compelled to follow it. On we go. Never heard such beautiful sounds in all my life. If only I knew a bard as talented as that music. <laughs> Listen, Henny. You ever heard anything <laughs> like it? <laughs> yes, you could learn a lot from this piper. It's beautiful. Mind that open route, you might trip. But it's beautiful. Oh, good. So you are, you are still in there, Pickish. Glad to see it. You're not compelled to run. You're you're compelled to kind of enjoy the journey. So yeah, you you're more than uh, more than aware of any trip hazards and uh, <laughs> low hanging branches. Oh, bush, bush, bush. I'm just hoping that none of those bushes are poison ivy for you. <laughs> that would be tragic, though. So. It would. Yeah. As you um, all walk, and just just let you might just want to let me know when Torval puts Hanny down, or if uh, if you are. I, I mean, I, uh, honestly, I think with the focus being on the music and the woods, like there hasn't been a point where. Like, I wouldn't even realize that I was carrying him to the point that I would think to, to set him down. Um, yeah. I, I don't believe. I mean, you could struggle against it, but I think I would just carry you. So maybe until until Hanny wants to be put down, um, we'll just assume. Yeah, I'll just sort of distractedly be like... Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to, I'm gonna be, like, when we start moving again, I'm going to start trying to kick him. <laughs> just like, come on, Torvald! You're better than this! I really am just trying to break him out of it. <laughs> okay. This jealousy is unbecoming, my friend. I, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a flutist. I do know how to play the flute, though. But uh, this isn't my thing. I'm, I, I play the bird pipes. Like tragedy. That's uh, my, mind that puddle. Okay, good. <laughs> I will allow uh, Torval to make another uh, charisma check uh, this, this isn't going to be a if you keep trying yeah. you win kind of thing but um every swaffin i might let you break you've through. also got bardic because i oh yeah that's what well, well, is that d d8 d8 okay well, let's roll that first to build some tension uh. so whatever this is it will be plus eight oh. ah! it's a three plus eight so a two plus eight which is ten uh charisma is not is not all vaults thing I mean, the plus eight was promising, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's not not enough to do it, I'm afraid. Um, and as you all kind of um, climb through the uh, the trees and the branches um, at this kind of leisurely pace, you you look around and you notice that um, within the forest, you seem to be stood within a distinct copse of its own. Um, that is to say that um, each of the trees clearly of a different genus to uh, the surrounding woods. Um, as you kind of inspect them, you start to spot faces and kind of recognize um, where some of the branches are located, that they're more kind of um, like limbs. Um, and then as you kind of take in the, the whole kind of tree, uh, you recognize that these are dryads that appear to have, uh, appear to have taken root and become simply trees. 
reified. Pre. <laughs> Embarked, maybe? Mm -hmm. Eh? I can't even do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Quiet boo. Just gentle boo. Entry's company. Just a, a subtle boo. Just in the corner. A slice of boo. A gentlemanly boo. I couldn't um, quite guess. <laughs> anyone who wishes to may make an insight check as you are uh, looking at these trees. Yeah, you A 19. 19. Nat 1 for a 2. Mm -hmm. Nat 1, you say? Yeah. Oh! Hey. Nat, <laughs> Nat 1 for a 5. <laughs> <laughs> I slightly shift myself to look at where there is no camera. Well, your old friend Hammy really is in a particularly picklish mood today. <laughs> best friends? That's right, they're my best friends. Ensnared? Tricked? I don't know how I'm going to get out of this one. You're going to have to find out later. It's <laughs> just like a bardic glow covers me. I'm like, <laughs> thanks, universe. Thanks. And that's me regaining my bardic inspiration. Nice. Okay, so those natural ones, um, you know, you're, you're uh, basking in the glow of the... Uh, uh, this kind of forest and the uh, the, the strangeness of having um, trees so so clearly uh, distinct from one another uh, in this little area. Um, what did Hanny roll, by the way? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay, so similar but with more artistry. Um, Picket Scout, however, with your keen um, awareness of nature and um, uh, being a ranger as well, kind of. Um, a very, very good sense of direction. You notice that all of the faces of these petrified trees are facing the same direction, to the west. Is that the direction the music's coming from as well? It is indeed. Does anybody happen to speak Sylvan? Mm. No. I speak Elvish, which might be related, like German people being vaguely able to understand Dutch, but that's about as far as I can go. <laughs> okay. I would say I'm going to give it because, you know, I like you. You're all some of my favorite <laughs> people. Um, it's very broken, um, as you say, like, you know, different different dialects almost, but like a very similar uh, word base. Um, you kind of pick out in, in Broken Elvish um, when all are one and one is all. All are one and one is all. Hmm. I relate to the rest of the group. My Sylvan is not really there, but I believe this is what they are saying. Well, that's that's beautiful. That's really lovely. Hey, try. Have you considered maybe not listening to the music? <laughs> Although, to be fair, this is probably where everyone's ended up anyway. So, um, good. Yeah, no, this is great. We're going to the exact place where we need to be. I'm okay with this. You're just <laughs> a bit just... embarrassed. It's okay to feel inferior to other musicians. Nope, nope, yep, 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 yep. You've got a very good point there. Um... <laughs> Oh, Maybe I'll find a magical flute one day. 
It's so nice to be in the woods with my very good colleagues and friends. How good <laughs> to be a tree at work. <laughs> oh. Oh. Also, thanks for saying colleagues before friends, but... Uh... <laughs> um, your... Um, your curiosity seemingly uh, peaked around these... Um, uh, these these kind of trees uh, around you you um can hear the, uh, the the piper's melody pick up again and um feel again compelled to follow in a westerly direction how big are the trees Sean um they vary um they kind of between sort of four foot um for the smallest ones um ranging to about eight foot to the tallest ones um yeah, they, 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 they were originally dryads, so... Is it is it clear that they were originally dryads? It's... Or do I just see them as particularly beautiful trees? I would say because of the kind of uncanny um, humanoidness of these trees. Mm. Like, you know, like, fine details like hand, like fingers, um, like their toes and feet have completely kind of rooted to the ground but like fine details on their hands um have been lost because they've kind of grown out into to new kind of branches but they're still very distinct kind of um you know a curvature to the trunk and um the location of the the, the arms is what kind of clues you into them formally um, being humanoid that's 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 fine I was, I was considering whether or not i would uproot one as a gift to the piper but um, I think I'll I'll leave them be. Yeah, I think oh, oh. you're you're kind of in your charmed state. You you have a kind of new new appreciation for it. Uh, I want the nature paper, but not with former tree people. That would be bucket. Before we set off in the westerly direction after the pipes, so we just kind of say <laughs> to the groups with a cheery tone of voice. Um, perhaps the May Queen is wanting to say hello to us. What is May Queen? I spoke to the Dryad out front, and they said that they, the May Queen was very uh, active in all areas that are woodlandy. This would be nice. It has been some time since I was in the company of royalty. You know royalty? It is long story but uh, available VOD online <laughs> I also hear there's a book <laughs> very good yes. lots of pictures perhaps you have heard <laughs> I can get signed I've copy rolled round in your, I've rolled round in your arms it's still being held but I'm like facing now the opposite direction I'm like help <laughs> very very wonderful people very lot, much responsibility. Good with the, the authorship and artistry. This is as we're just following the music. <laughs> and uh, would not be jealous of others' uh, talents. <laughs> Rude, but uh, hey, why don't we? Uh, why don't we head back to the ship and maybe we see? Maybe they've got a copy here, guys. How's that sound? Pick it, down. pick it. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd love to go and uh, check out the library, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I will allow everybody to have a another roll of that charisma save thing is. Night. 
Can I do my action again? So okay. <laughs> you're you're trying to break people out of it, so yeah, I think you would. Yeah. If, so, is, is it a kind of how many per long rest thing, or is it just a thing you can do? Uh, I think it's just a thing I can do. Um, Absolutely fine then. Yeah. Counter charm. I got another crit fail. A, a natural one. Natural one. Are you... <laughs> Counter charm advantage, or just just for you? Uh, for, for everyone. For everyone. Yeah, so we do have been a... thirty feet. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I have not rolled above a ten. I got another one. <laughs> you just got nat double natural one. Double nat ones. Does that mean Tom's doubly inspired? Double, double. Hey, hey, audience. <laughs> um. You know, I really think they're going to kill the old man, you know, just going to feed me to the piper. But, you know, it's a pretty bad red way for old old Hannay to end. But uh, I have hope uh, the, the big guy might feel a bit better as I look up at Tilvold. There's a moment I, I... when uh, something seems to be in Tilvold's eyes, but then they glaze over again as he rolls in the level. I think, um, Evie, th this is probably penance for you touching the uh, the the cursed dice within the uh, the yeah. dice dale yeah. in the other one shot. Um, yeah, I rolled the Rebecca dice and I shouldn't have. This is going in dice jail. You took Mike's bad luck and channeled it into yourself. I did. I gladly give F it away. <laughs> I I am going to say though, because I'm assuming Tom that you've not been spending your inspiration fast enough for everybody else yeah. to recharge it. Um, I'm going to say, as a... Um, uh, as recompense for a double natural one, that you have a temp plus one to your dice, your inspiration dice pool. So you, you can count one that's of very, those as above your thing. That's, I'm very grateful. <laughs> what a tragedy this truly is. Yeah, uh, Sean, I'm not just going to keep pushing this again. <laughs> I'm just like... I think this is, I'm always happy to say, well, he tried. And then it's just like, slightly just like, ah, biscuits, and kind of goes limp a bit. I'm just like, so, so, so it goes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you um, head deeper to the west into these woods, uh, I think that is where we are going to take a little bit of a snackaroo. And uh, we will see you all, well, actually, before we go. I was going to have the only puzzle being um, working out what the song is, but, you know, something inside me was dying. So um, I have got an anagram for you. I'm going to tell you um, straight off uh, that this is not linked to um, to the to the thing. Um, but it's the name of your commanding officer, um, Bergen Cursed Pines, which is spelt B-E-R-G-E-N-C-U-R-S-T. P-I-N-E-S. Like I say, this isn't a clue for uh, the overarching theme of the episode, um, but that's because I don't make the rules. Uh, he is just the boss. And with that, we will see you in five to ten minutes. Welcome back to the Planar Bureau. Uh, so before we left you, um, I did set an anagram. Couldn't resist, you know me. Um, so the anagram was Bergen Cursed Pines. Um, he is the commanding officer, also known as the boss, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so, Bruce. yeah, yeah. Bruce. Um, I think normally I would give inspiration for that. Um, 
typically it never gets used um but what I'm thinking is because Hanny is throwing inspiration round and everybody else is recharging it at a rate of knots quicker than you can even uh, spend them. Um, we'll see how you go. If, if if you run out, maybe I'll maybe I'll rescind that. But for the moment, we'll. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll never, I'll never run out of rolling that once. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great. Where I'm just like, I need to burn my bar. Tech. It could come back at any moment. Um. Right, yes, yeah, so um, last we saw, you were um, compelled to enter the woods out of the back of Paige James's uh, mansion, um, this large uh, area that uh, she owns. And um, along the way, uh, since entering this village, you, you found the, the completely empty hamlet. Um, you found the apothecary, which uh, you promised to return to, took the old lady's money and promptly scarpered into the woods can um, we be more specific henny <laughs> <laughs> what can i say little old ladies love to give me their money <laughs> doing quite well trey's paid you you've been paid in kind yeah it's a good day to be a bard if you got the money henny you've got your disease <laughs> very on brand i like it um yeah, so um, compelled as you were to enter the woods, um, you you found the, the rings of smoke uh, as you entered, and um, following this weird piper's melody, um, you stumbled upon a forest that... Uh, it was a forest within a forest because the trees didn't match, and uh, you soon realised that they were dryads, in fact, that had taken root. Um, all of their faces turned to the west, uh, indeed where this uh, melody has come from, and the direction in which you are utterly uh, unable to avoid following. And as you uh, kind of walk along, you're, you're going for a, for a, a short while, um, and you realise that you have um, the path that you're walking um, is alongside a little babbling brook. And that is as it stays for a little while is you're just you're walking along this uh the trees kind of on your right hand side the the brook on your left one notable feature that um along the path is a uh, single tree um that seems to be separate from the rest that have up to this point been forming a fairly constant um feature to your uh, right hand side um, this tree is just out on its own, slightly overhanging the, uh, the the stream to your to your left. And there is a songbird singing in the branches. Does anyone have a way of speaking to birds, by the way? Or if no. I'm being generous, no. My charisma is pretty low. Yeah, mm. not going to do well. Away. I mean, you're not considering it a language, are you? A language of birds. <laughs> if you speak Auron, I would be uh, generous enough to say that, or any form of primordial. Oh, I have primordial. You have primordial. Mm, I have primordial. Yes. Um, so yeah, primordial being the kind of um, the, the 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 root language that um, I'm now going to try and name them all: Ignan, Aquan, Terran, and. Oren, the one that the one I was asking for, I think. Oren, Ignan, Aquan, Terran. Yeah. Um 
all of those kind of languages have uh, sprung from. Um, and knowing Port Primordial, you can kind of pick out. Okay, it's it's a bit like your Elvish to to Sylvan. You you can kind of pick out the 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 dialect and the the, the root. Um, and the songbird is singing um, over and over. Uh, sometimes all of our thoughts are misgiven. I would like to say to the bird in Primordial, could you please clarify? Hmm. Roll me an animal handling. Okay. I put my other dice in dice gel, so I'm hoping this will work a little better. I mean, it not going to use for Hanny. 19. 19. Nice. Okay. Um, the songbird kind of um, stops warbling for a second. Everybody else kind of hears the, the tune come to a distinct um, stop. Um, you do notice that the, the, the warbling is... Um, not following the same melody as the piper, but it is kind of underpinning and harmonizing with it um, when when it was being sung. Um, then um, looking directly at you, Trey, the songbird kind of chirps and you understand um, if you listen very hard, the tune will come to you at last. I relay this to the rest of the party. Uh... It seems we need to listen even harder to this beautiful melody. I'm looking at you, Hanny. <laughs> oh, don't worry about me. I'm completely ensorcelled. Oh, absolutely beautiful songbirds. <laughs> no, nature's nature's music itself. I mean, uh, hey, uh, Torvald, dear old fellow, if you just want to, I don't know, put me down for a minute so I can... Oh, yes, I can probably try harder when I put you down. <laughs> As I just say that, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> ah, bamboozled again, it seems. <laughs> Can't get anything past an old Torvald, it seems. Torvald putting Hanny down or just kind of making the statement? It'll need, um, it, it, would, it would need to be a, an, an explicitly expressed wish to, uh, to permeate the, uh, the sort of single-minded fixation that Torvald currently has. I say, why don't, why don't you just uh, put me down and I can go get a real, you know, good eye on that little bird over there. Uh, ah. You know me, I'm a bit of a twitcher. <laughs> yes, he's, um, he's very... Uh, yes, I see you twitching right now. Uh. <laughs> best, uh, best put you down. <laughs> Absolutely marvellous. Uh, put down. And then you just see this listening hard face. Hmm. Well, I mean, first things first, I cast silence. Interesting. Have, have I, you literally yeah, been waiting to do that? Because you've been. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I will allow everybody to roll a uh, another charisma save to try and break out. Uh, it will be at advantage because you cannot hear the piper's melody. I believe I have listened too hard, but obviously all you hear is. Was my 15 from the roll before not enough? I can't remember. Uh, you, you 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 rolled a 15. I, I don't think we came to it. Uh, so, yeah, you you actually have broken out of it already. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> this entire time, you're just like, just having a lovely walk. 
These rolls. I've just been really, I've been like with little like yellow ribbon um, wrapping it around all the open routes that could be trip hazards. So I've been a little distracted. Mm-hmm. I think in hindsight, I realize that again, terrible perception. I realize you've been doing that. I'm like, well, of course, that's just. <laughs> that's you. There's a problem in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what has uh, Trey and Torvald rolled? I'm putting my digital dice in dice jail because even with <laughs> advantage, that was an eight. Oh, oh dear. I got sixteen, so 16. I think I'm good. Yeah, Trey. Trey is out of it as well. Hmm. Um. Could I, I'm happy for to accept uh, passive perceptions. But anybody whose uh, passive perception is lacking, to put it in a way, um, you may make an active roll if you wish. I think I'm actively going to toehold. Like, cover your ears. Stop, stop it. Don't, stop, like, trying to pull him back and be like, no, stay here and focus. Yes, you got another nat one. Yes, you got another inspiration, Dice. <laughs> This is real great podcast material, I've got to say. Oh, isn't just... it? <laughs> hey, editors, if you could just put in, like, audio description, it's like, Tom is doing a lot of acting. It is not <laughs> to the benefit of anyone. Tom mimes in facial expressions. It may sometimes be called acting, but could not be reasonably called that way by this. <laughs> not, not in this case. <laughs> okay, so natural one for Trey. Um... Is Hanny making an active check? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I might as well. Uh... And Mike, did you want to try for anything higher? Uh, why not? Let's try it. Top. Oh, 18. Uh, you can have another inspiration there. <laughs> <laughs> Hane goes and sits on a log and is like, hey, audience, I know you can't hear this, but what the hell? Torvald rolled just to try and understand the sound of silence. And found out the audible lights. And that was an 18, but very much a different fixation. Um, Right. I believe there was an 18 going for Hane as well. So Hane and Torvald, um, you... um, Given the kind of new serenity, um, you kind of you start taking in some of the more visual elements of this uh, this kind of little area that you've stopped by, and you notice that there is a um, another road that runs um, kind of parallel to this one. However, on the other side of the brook, um, it seems to, um, as you kind of look back, it seems to have kind of um, curved onto uh, this path. Um, from behind you and a little bit ahead of you um curves away um but um that is kind of all you notice just uh, another path on the other side of the stream i guess i'd start heading that way hoping that the song will come back are you going to continue following um the path you're on, or are you going to um, 
uh, change the road you're on? Uh, I'll roll for it if I may, Sean. Yeah, of course. Because um, there's, there's a reason to do either. Hmm, survival, say, I think. Oh, oh, you mean a, a check to see what it would be? Okay, sure. No I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. Were you angling for a particular roll? Oh, no, I was just doing a 50-50, basically, like a coin toss. Because there's no... There's no reason to go one way or the other now that we have sudden silence, but I still have the compulsion to seek out the music. Mm. So having seen something new um, could have been a reason to go in that direction. But, uh, you know, I don't... I'm I happy don't. To, to be flat. Um, in which case, it would be go to the go to the new place, or go towards okay. the new place. But I, if I hear the music coming from the other direction, I turn around again immediately. I guess because I'm still in sorcelled. So yeah, and then walk back into the silence and be very confused again. <laughs> so that happens. <laughs> you were probably having noticed the 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 brook. And also, in Torvald's giant state, you literally just step over it at this point, um, leaving the the, the silence. Um, the um, music does come back to you. Um, in fact, seeing as you have been out of it, could you um, could you please uh, roll me a wisdom save? All right, pink fluffy dice come to my rescue. Uh, it's an eleven. Eleven. Um, so the, the the melody comes back, but um, you you also um, your your head is just humming incessantly, and there's this just kind of noise uh, in in your head. And um, I think probably in your charmed state, you're going to link that to having stepped over the. Uh, the, over this brook. Is it um, an unpleasant noise? It's... It's it's like... Um, it's not painful. It's not it's not migraine-like, but it's like... Um, but is it discordant with the, the other music? Like, it doesn't... I don't enjoy having the sensation mm, of both at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Like, think, like tinnitus, sort of, just in your ear. I think step back the way that I came. You can still hear the uh, the Piper's melody, and it seems to be coming from ahead of you. <sighs> and I will continue, because as far as I'm aware, we're all still following the Piper music, so people will be following me. Mm -hmm. Torvald has carried on. You are all silently... Um... I'm going to sign to the others and try and be... I'm going to narrate my sight, what I'm trying to sign, but it's like, should I whack him over the head, stun him a little bit? <laughs> I'm nodding, I'm like... Okay. Handcuff? I don't I'll give you one of my picket signs. I also <laughs> finally go, you know, sort of like trying to tell a story. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> just inspiration. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't convey what I want. Like, Cool. I whacked Torvald on the back of the head with the water stuff. Interesting. Um, okay. Uh, could you please make me a, um, I'm going to say this is no non-damaging. But uh, make an attack on uh, uh, Torvald, and we'll see if you beat his AC. Oh my god! I this got is... up in that one. What the hell As is the wrong with me? I'm, up on my arm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid that doesn't quite do it. <laughs> These were different dice. 
Panay just lights up his pipe and is like, I'm just staying here. I'm just going to... Tom is the Matrix and we're all just feeding him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I four or five. I think um, just because you've kind of um, broken out of this trance, your your spirit is is just crying for leaving. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're almost compelled to just fall back in step with Torvald. Almost. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm saying making it a suggestion, not the spell suggestion. Um, oh, that that doesn't help. You'd like to. I'm not um, good at hitting anyone anymore. Maybe I should just enjoy the forest. Have we? Uh, I'll follow Von Vold out uh, at least out until we get out of the silence bubble. Um. Mm-hmm. Does it seem to be now that I've resisted it once, and I no longer have to continue to resist it? Uh, yes, once you've made a pass, you're you're fine. Um, you can still hear the Piper's melody, um, so that hasn't gone away. But mm. the kind of compulsion to follow it to its source has um, has kind of ebbed. Pick it a look at he- uh, Hanny and like gesture to cut the silence. Um, drop the concentration. I believe, from a safety standpoint, now that we've recovered from whatever was affecting us, it no longer is going to bother us. May I suggest a new risk assessment going forwards? I have the forms for you. By all means. Uh, how, ab- that's, uh... how about we use Farnvold as bait? seen as Vonvold has consented to being in danger, and I cast uh, Pass Without a Trace, and we hide and follow and see where it leads. Sounds like a plan. I approve of this course of action. Uh, we'll stay just out of the range of Pass Without a Trace for Vonvold, and cast Pass Without a Trace, and hide anybody who wishes to join me and following our new uh, lovely slice of bait <laughs> towards whatever is leading. <laughs> Walking through the forest, going to meet the piper, going to have to pay him, oh, something like that. That is a 28 for me. 28 stealth? Okay. 9 stealth, plus 10, yeah. 29. Nice. Um, I think on average, you've all kind of, um, y- you know, you- you- you're statistically well over that um, that threshold. So, uh, I mean, Torvald, your um, your passive perception is seventeen. So even um, Hanny, I think, was on the on nineteen. Um, I-, I I rolled a nineteen and then the pass without trace. Oh, it was nineteen without, so it was twenty nine as well. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I, I, I mis, misunderstood. I thought that was 19 plus the 10. So, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're all kind of in those high 20s then. So, um, yeah, Torvald, you, as far as you're aware, everybody is following you because well, they are all they in trance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what you're all doing. You're, you're going to the thing. Um, you don't notice that they're particularly being sneaky about it um, or even that you don't notice where they are anymore. Just uh, that's that is how it is. And indeed, as you, um, Torvald, as you uh, continue along this path, eventually kind of diverging from the um, 
the brook and uh, heading deeper west into the forest. Um, you arrive at a glen. So um, in this glen, the forest has uh, naturally cleared around a single obelisk-like rock uh, in the centre. Spreading out in different directions from the centre are eight paths. You... you I'd like a survival roll from you. Um, the other three of you, as you are following... Um, now, it's been far too long for Detect Magic to still be up, but um, I would say... Um, you're, you're a Fey Wanderer Ranger, aren't you? I'm a... Uh, Gloomstalker. Horizon Walker. Horizon Walker, that's the one. I, I knew it was one of those uh, those funky fresh ones. Um, so yeah, you're very kind of in tune with the kind of... Um, uh, the, the step of twilight and, um, and kind of the intermingling of different planes, uh, hence why you have... Uh, indeed joined the uh, planar bureau you very clearly sense the moment when torvald passes through one such planar barrier you can still see him but you know that the area he's walked into is um a center uh, is, is an area of particular planar interest Planar switch changing right in front of us? Impressive. Ray's uh, eyes start flashing a little bit. I can can I use detect par portal as well? Mm -hmm. Just for confirmation, once per shot rest as an action, I can detect a dis the distance direction of the closest this planar portal within one mile of me. Mm-hmm just to sort of do the direct confirmation that that's... Uh, yes, it is indeed, as you suspect, a planar portal. Planar nonsense, then. Well, you think it doesn't look that dissimilar, looking at the skies well. It doesn't look like the Fae, maybe, or... Uh... Yeah, no, we travel the planes question. Do we can we from our relative experience hopping? Does that can we tell if it's a switch from the material plane that we're in to something more unique? I think that given um, you know you've you've all kind of been working with the planar bureau for a while, um, without kind of such as uh, Picket Scout has. Um, without a specific ability that, you know, tells you, yes, this, that, and the other, you would all have enough of a kind of base sense to to be able to detect that sort of thing. Um, so, like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's not like you can identify, oh, yes, it's exactly this kind of thing, and we've gone to this place and that, that, unless you have an ability that says otherwise. Um, but you can all tell, yeah, this is this is something weird. There's a, there's a change going on here. Torvald's walked into something. Well, I'll quickly put a warning portal detected sign up and then continue on. <laughs> Just before you do, I was like, we've got to be prepared, really. We have absolutely no idea what's on there. And especially if it's the Fae, maybe Tolvold's lost for a million years, as I give you, uh, I give Pickett, 
inspiration. <laughs> <Just> like, hey, <laughs> let's just prepare for our friend to once again be lost in time. So both both you two, both Try and Pickett, currently have inspiration on them. Nice. Uh, survival was a 16. It was a 16. Right. So, yeah, with a 16, um, you have a fairly good... Um, even in your kind of charmed state, um, you've been dimly aware that you've been traveling in the same direction this whole time, um, always westward. But standing in this um, this clearing, you suddenly realize that you have no clue which way is west, or which way is north. You, you just you're you are completely befuddled in this area, uh, and similarly as um, Picket Scout, Trey, and Hanny all head onto the other side of the portal that you've detected any sense that you once had of um a cardinal direction has uh, become lost but as you um walk into this area um i think actually i'd like survival checks from everyone so torvald 16 can carry is my curse over 22. 22. For the time being. I'd be on doing the weird thing where it's rolling twice. So it's either a 6 or a 21. <laughs> hmm. Sean, pick whichever's narratively better. <laughs> and we've already got a 22, so I think the, the good yeah. side of the scale is covered. I'm going to count your 6. Absolutely. Mike? Sorry, what was I rolling? I zoned. Uh, survival. Oh, survival. Should be good for you. You spoke F too soon. Um, ability check, I can use a inspiration on that, can't I? Oh, yeah, you may. Are you, you're on a D8? Yes. Yeah. Ah, that was not helpful. Um, 12. <laughs> 12, okay. Sorry, old man, tragedy of the situation. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get you on that one later. It'll be fine. So, with a uh, six, you um, head through this portal, and um, perhaps it's because you have been resisting um, the charm this whole time. Um, you know, there's something that maybe your friends have been inured to, um, but you, you are immediately disoriented, and um, just the passing through that barrier just uh, completely befuddled you. With a uh, 12, um, you are less befuddled, um, but you do find yourself drawn to um, the, the natural beauty of the place. You're not you're not charmed anymore, but it is still outstandingly beautiful. Um, and, you know, you, you're particularly taken by the um, the way that the um, the light kind of dances across the ground as you move. Torvald, you've obviously already um, uh, identified that you cannot identify the direction, uh, but both you and Trey notice that as you move around um, this area, kind of walking around the uh, the obelisk in the centre, um, as you step, the sun in the sky moves position. And it's not... It doesn't seem to be... Um, in line with any kind of 
climbing as you would know it. It's, you know, you step in one direction, it carries on across the sky in a way that you want. But then if you turn around, go the other direction, it goes back on itself or it heads off in a slightly different direction. Um, with your 22 tray, you, you even notice that um, no matter where you stand in the glen, it never dips below the kind of tree line. It's always just above that horizon. Is it kind of like when you go into one of those um, really old cathedrals where they have paintings of Jesus on the ceiling and no matter where you stand, it is facing you? Having uh, having not been in that position, because, you know, my skin seems to spontaneously burn, uh, burst into flames uh, when I set foot in one of those places. I don't know why. Um, having not been in that situa situation, I'm going to say yes. That sounds distinctly <laughs> like it. Sure. Interesting. Um, what would you... You know what? You speak primordial, don't you? Mm-hmm. Underpinning the Piper's Melody, which um, you will notice in this area is slightly crisper, a little bit cleaner sound. Um, underpinning it, you notice a very faint... It's kind of drum-like beat. Um, almost almost like a heartbeat, actually. Um, just this very kind of rhythmic sound, uh, which you realise is coming from the rock. And as you um, listen to it, you realise that it is actually um, primordial um, earth dialect, Terran. And uh, the, the, the beat just over and over is just saying to be a rock and not to roll. To be a rock and not to roll. A flat rock, maybe? Or a flat, as you say, like music. But uh, sorry, I'm, I'm on one wavelength at the moment. Uh, do we have to flatten all the rocks, or uh, what, what are you going to try? Perhaps. Also, Tolvold, have, yeah, I'll finish with try, but Tolvold, good to see you again. Anyway, yes, music. Perhaps we need to flatten the obelisk. Or roll the obelisk? The rock desires to roll. That's, yes. We... Yes. Let us tip probably... over this obelisk. I shall help with the rolling of the rock. Okay. Um... I shall provide moral support. <laughs> As a short young man. <laughs> Good luck to all of you biggins. Uh, all right, Torvald, in your um, giant, giganticized state, uh, please roll me a strength check. I'll, I'll allow athletics if you've got proficiency. Thank you. I have expertise. You know what, as well. Torvald, you better not crush yourself, old man. It'll be terrible, terrible. Have that inspiration. Ah, oh, thank you. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> well, off an initial roll of a four, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> that's 20 indeed um how could you fail you could not indeed um yeah you almost single-handedly but you know you you don't want to drop it on anyone so you do kind of steady with one hand but you um, lift this um obelisk up it's it is heavy like any one of your companions would have 
would have struggled. Um, but um, you do notice uh, written on the bottom in it appears to be an elvish script of some sort. Um, just the words, a new day will dawn for those who stand long. Was to stand here a long time till the day. I am confused by this. That is very strange, as time does not seem to be passing in a linear format, judging by the sun. Maybe it is a game of statues, and if we stay here long enough, the natural cycle of night and day will come back. If you one of us starts walking, does the sun move for everyone? So, if if you all stand still, the sun does seem to progress slowly on its own. But as soon as one of you stops walking, it resets to back where it was when you'd set foot in that space in the first place. Hmm. Before we start, we um, before we become, begin standing still to progress time, maybe we should actually roll this obelisk now that you have picked it up, Torvald. Where would you like it rolled? Just in a line. <laughs> Just okay. that way. I shall endeavor to shove obelisk. Okay. Um, I think you've, you've... I mean, you've already rolled, but you've also rolled not the best you could. So, yeah, go on. Make another athletics. What's the worst that could happen? Tom gets 25. another inspiration. 25. Ooh. If my maths is correct, that was only a roll of a nine as well. Uh, oh no, because you added. I've got giant stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, with the twenty-five, you 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 kind of roll this this um, this obelisk, and obviously kind of side on, um, and just in um, Terran uh, tray, you just hear, Wee! but nothing else happens. Well, I believe the obelisk at least enjoyed the experience. Well, if we take nothing away else today, that's, that's something. We provided a bit of fun to a big old rock. Is the rock or is thing in the rock? I would like yeah. to tap, I know, talk to the obelisk and just say, Hello, are you in there? I'm, I'm kind of sad that you didn't say, Hello, is anybody in there? <laughs> oh, hello, is it me you're looking for? Yeah. Hello from the outside. Um, it's good to be back. <laughs> sorry, Evie. I have um, no music knowledge. <laughs> uh, when you when you kind of uh, greet the rock in uh, presumably in primordial, it does go. Oh, I'm not in there. I, I am there. Good news, friends. The rock is alive. Yes, rock can never die. <laughs> yes, rock is very tenacious. Mm. Definitely. Hello, rock friend. Can you tell us where we are? Hmm. 
you're in the domain of the May Queen. Okay, and will she let us go? Have you done anything that would make her want to keep you? I do not believe so, but we were compelled to come here by some sort of charm. Maybe she's called you here to do a thing for her. Oh, do you think it will be a pleasant task? Probably not. Is she mean? No. But if it was a nice thing, she'd probably do it herself. That is fair enough. Would you like another roll? Yes, please. Torvald, would you roll the rock again? It would be a pleasure to roll, roll your athletics. Roll. Uh, as an 18. 18. Um, yeah, like slightly harder when you're not already holding the rock, but you, you do, and again, Trey, you just hear, Whee! I love this rock. <laughs> you're right, we should take it with us. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Bureau. Would you like to come on journey? Fifth <laughs> party member, rock. Rock, rock, rock. Uh, sure. Hmm. I'll it might be a stupid idea, but I am going to ask the rock if it would like to come with us because I can use it as an improvised weapon. <laughs> if it would like to, I will give it that option. Consent. Would I'll, you um, like to join the adventure? Well, I've never been on an adventure. Yes, please. I will use you to smite great evil. Yeah, I don't like evil. Yes, exactly so. Evil is natural enemy of rock. Okay, let Squint. us go. Squinting guy. Wait, he speaks primordial as well? What a what a turn for the books. I speak rock. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the rock had a uh, took an elective class in uh, Goliath. It makes sense. I'm, I'm assuming rock you speak school. giant. I just speak rock. rock. <laughs> Jack Black confirmed for the uh, Roll Together universe. He's out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> We're quartzing disaster at this point. <laughs> hey. What else is on the slate? <laughs> uh, so what? what's the plan? What are you doing? So when we uh, start uh, wandering around, the, um, the sun resets. We probably need to try to talk about dawn. We're probably going to need to try and get it reset and then just wait there but um i bloody love puzzles this is great this is why it's so much fun going out with you with you traps huh. never fail to learn exactly with every people, day is people's like this very good and rock new best and, friend and... rock <laughs> i can stand still for a very long time would you like to have a competition a rock Sounds off. Like fun. A rock off. Okay. Oh. So you're all playing musical statues, but in reverse because the music's playing and you're standing still. Um, yeah. As you all stand still, um, you notice from from kind of your your each distinct positions, 
um, obviously that the sun starts in slightly different uh, locations for you all. But um, as you stand still, the sun does indeed kind of start to dip down below the horizon line um, until eventually um, you are limed in uh, the dim light of twilight. And as the sun disappears entirely, there is an echoing burst of laughter throughout the forest before it again dawns on the other side of the forest. Your shadows all line up, pointing down a particular path. There we go. Really clever stuff. Beckett, do you want to make sure it's safe for us, that we don't trip over anything? You know what? After all this, let's just go. And then... This is a day for first. Yeah, and then I feel like Pickett immediately trips over. Um, and at this point you're kind of um you realize that um going down this path the 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 piper's melody does um uh it's it's kind of it's so um all-encompassing at this point that you you hear you you feel it more than you hear it uh it's kind of deep deep in your chest and as you um you wander down this route um I think Torvald and um, Picket Scout, you are going to. You, you would certainly be the first to notice it, and it may take Trey and Hanny a little bit longer to um, to pick up. But you realise that the trees around you are growing more and more bleached of colour until eventually, and and it's once it's, it's a little bit more stark, uh, starkly obvious that Trey and Hanny pick it up. Uh, eventually you realize that um, you're surrounded by trees of pure white foliage and golden bark. All the leaves are brown. Well, gold, but uh, close enough. Golden brown, texture like sun. <laughs> exactly. Very odd. Um, yes. anyone, anyone recognize this type of tree or...? Let me scan my memory banks. Nature check, please. Wait, why? Am I, why? Why isn't? Wait, no, the ranger should be doing this. I have minus one. Nature checks all round, if you wish, um, and you can obviously add your bardic to this. I will. Can the can the rock make a check, being from nature? <laughs> <laughs> Tree. I shall call you Balboa. <laughs> Twenty-two somehow with the bardic nice. inspiration. Nice. Six. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I mean, I think this probably speaks more to the fact that you're coming at it from a, a very much natural, like you know, a ranger perspective. So um, yeah, you're six. You're you're like I have no idea what this is. Um, trees shouldn't be this color. Certainly not all the way up. Yeah, I'm starting to. Is this mm, this might not be safe? Is it toxic? Could be toxic. Maybe radio radioactive. I'm not sure what radioactive is, but it could be that. Could be poison running through your veins. Um Trey, on the other hand, um, you have kind of done a, a a full scan and come at it from a much more analytical scientific standpoint. And um you fe- you feel like you've seen something like this before. It's almost it's almost like the trees have not 
um these, these aren't these aren't their natural state um but they have gone through a stage of orification if such a thing is possible like a it, they, it looks like they're not they're not made of wood they're made more of like a a metal like a shiny metal as you do follow these trees along um you eventually come upon another clearing um you can see in the middle of this clearing there is a um a single tree stump uh, tree that has been uh, chopped down at roughly a um a couple of foot um of it left um and kneeling in the uh, center of this clearing uh, about 20 foot away from you and limed in white light her back to you is Paige James. You notice that around her, the grass, any fallen leaves, they are shining in the light that reminds you only of the way that gold glints. She slowly stands and as she turns to you, you see that uh, she's holding a songbird but as she drops it to the ground unmoving you see that it as well appears to be made of solid gold and as she uses her hand to push herself up off the ground you notice that the blades of grass stiffen and start to gleam would everybody please roll initiative gasp who'd have thunk bat in our game I'm going to do this the old-fashioned way, and I'm going to ask, um, once everybody's had a chance to do that, um, did anybody roll over a 20? 22. I got a 20 dead on, uh, but with no bonus, so it's the best I could do. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. So we have uh, Hanny, followed by Torvald. Um, did anybody roll uh, between a 15 and a 20? Did anyone roll between a 10 and a 15? Interesting. Um, okay. Did anybody roll between a 5 and a 10? 7! 7. Evie, what did you roll? Nat 1 for a 3. <laughs> Thank you. This isn't What's natural. <laughs> <laughs> now you're appreciating Tom's fey nature. <laughs> I'm like, I'm taking your fate. This, this, this is where, um, you, th this is why we don't touch the sacred dice tail. Oh, never again. <laughs> um, great. Right. Well, um, yeah. As um, the old woman turns to you, and you, you can see that um, she. she she seems to be possessed of some um, strange um, otherworldly presence. Her um, eyes, uh, you can only see the whites. Um, Annie, what would you like to do? Again, I'm slightly sort of magic, slightly crackling in my fingers, but I'm like, always have to be a gentleman. Ah, good to see you again. Um, I assume the uh, version of you back in the other realm, that's uh, that's some sort of doppelganger, or, um, I mean, 
would hate to come to blows at this point. And also, we, we have to share a lovely cup of tea at some point. So how, how about you just sit down back on that log and we can uh, talk this through before it comes to blows. How's that sound, miss? She, she looks at you with um, almost... There's almost no um, recognition in her eyes. Um, but she does just... Under her breath, almost, she's she's whispering, all that glitters is gold. <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Looking at the others going, okay, I think this is probably coming to fisticuffs, but, um... Ooh, um... Oh, what what the hell? Uh, I know you don't recognise me, but I'm sure if you ever did make us a cup of tea, it would be an utter shit one. Vicious mockery. <laughs> oh, mocking a lady for tea making? Uh, what sort, sort of say is that? I'm, I'm a gentleman, and that's why it's so appalling. Uh, that is a wisdom. I don't think any modifier is going to save me from a seven on the dice, and I would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't that didn't feel good to me and i suppose it doesn't feel good to you for seven seven psychic seven psychic damage and yes. also disadvantage on the next attack disadvantage on the next attack very nice okay <laughs> um is that everything on your turn i if you just give me one moment uh, bonus, bonus, bonus. Uh, at the moment, yes. Okay. Actually, everyone, everyone, has, has everyone got their... Has everyone got... I'm going to keep this. Has everyone got Bardic at the moment? I've used... I've used mine. Definitely used mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just like, well, considering the way that my fate's going, uh, you know what? <laughs> hey, Torvald, I was, I, was, I was pretty beastly to you earlier, did some kicking. And uh, so this horrible little hag here, she's going to turn us into terrible gold statues and we're going to be stuck here for the rest of our lives. Boom. Not Go with it. Go with it, old man. Go Not with it. Yeah, see. <laughs> Fantastic. And if that's everything on your turn... That's everything. Then we move handily over to Torvald. Well, it's time to asterisk this obelisk. Um, I think, for the for the sake of the, the 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 spirit of the game, it's time for this rock to roll. Mm. Uh, how how far away is the uh, adversary? She's about twenty foot. Perfect. Well, I'm going to try and launch the obelisk along the ground, rolling at her. In, in such a way as to try and knock her off her feet or crush mm -hmm. her. And it is up it's up to you what, what roles you want me to make, what form you want that to take. I do have proficiency in mm. um improvised weapons. Um well I think probably the fairest thing to do would be to call it a um strength based um attack. So whatever you've got with proficiency. Yes. It is time for the rock to roll. I think given that it is a big fuck-off rock, uh, you can roll a d12 in damage. Oh, wait. Oh, you know what? Two d6s. I always wanted Ooh. sentient weapon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll be a five. 
um, of the two D6s. Okay. Oh, what was your to hit? Uh, dirty 20. Yeah, easy. Um, so a five off of the uh, 2D6s. And uh, in Primordial Tray, again, you do hear... <laughs> uh, uh, closing in to make my uh, second attack. Mm -hmm. uh, this will be uh, an, an unarmed strike. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be trying to wield anything at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, so 29. 29 will hit. Roll me your damage. Uh, that's 10 points of uh, bludgeoning. Counts as magic. Um, nice. Because of unarmed thing. And uh, a bonus action, I'm going to try and grapple her. Of course. The the signature Torvald move. Uh, loves to grapple. Grant, yeah, could you um, make me a grapple check? Uh, it's it's contested strength, isn't it? I, 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 I'm going to roll. I don't see the point. Go yeah. on, little old lady. You can do it. I thought Torvald was leveled down yes. to be to be less effective. Torvald, Legends never die. Torvald was never that effective, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time a grapple might have worked. I think Torvald's probably forgotten how to do some of the slicker things, but uh, is still a pile of muscle. It, uh, not to say he's min-maxed to shit, but if you look at this sheet, there's a lot of minuses on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, could, couldn't, you know, make his way out of a paper bag while charmed, but, um, you know, pretty handy in a fight. Mm. Yeah, absolutely fine. Um, you have grappled um, this old lady. Amazing. Uh, action surge. Mm-hmm. Um, one more unarmed yeah just unarmed strikes i guess just holding her holding her steady for bonk, my bonk, bonk. friends and companions we fine um can you use inspiration on attack rolls uh i'm not sure if you can with every type of yes. bard you can for, there you go uh ability attack or saving throw amazing i wasn't sure if it was a creation bard thing but uh, yeah that'd be a gold. 17 to hit. Ooh. 17 hits, yes. Okay. Kicking with some gas. Uh, 15 damage. Nice. And again. Uh, that won't, I don't think. That's a 13. No, that won't, unfortunately. I, I will, I will um, flavour that as just flexing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of flex, flex the wrong muscle, because you, you realise that you're so no. large now, you can actually just grip her in one arm, and the flexing of the other muscle doesn't doesn't connect. Uh, my triceps. Companions, it is your turn. Do things out. Nothing else on your turn? No, that's uh, that's it, but she is uh, immobile, uh, grappled. Immobile. She can still use her actions, but she oh, needs to like use her... Every, everything, yeah, just no movement. Movement is zero. That's absolutely fine. Um, it is her turn next, unfortunately, as uh, Picket Scout and Trey rolled fairly abysmally, and she rolled fairly averagely. Um, on her turn, um, up, up until this point while grappling her, you've been uh, able to um, avoid touching her hands, but um, grappling, grappling her as you are, um, you are unable to avoid it as her hand does um, just touch your arm and you can feel this kind of aurifying process um, attempting to take hold. Um, could you please make me a constitution saving throw? Yes. 
I'm going to regret spending that um, inspiration on like 15. Uh, 15 is just okay. So you can feel um, kind of your muscles stiffening up, but um, you kind of you manage to um, uh, pull pull on a well source within yourself and um, uh, manage to to hold it at bay this time. Not while my friends still need me. Uh, but that is everything that she's going to do on her turn. So uh, we move on down the uh, down the line to picket fence. Picket scout. I've written picket fence. No, picket fence. <laughs> now then. I'm in an old lady mindset. That's what it is. That's his name on like the forums <laughs> back at work. <laughs> I was going to say oh. twin brother. But yeah, yeah, I'm convinced nobody knows that it's like nobody knows it's me that's like constantly complaining about uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess at this point I will slowly start walking and pull out my quarter staff I recall <laughs> mm. I have not prepared myself a eh? Quarter staff, it'll be. Yeah. Oh, wait. I don't have disadvantage with them being grappled, do I? No. No. Oh, cool. I'll say. Anything, does it grant advantage because they can't uh, move? Only if I think it's one of. Yeah. Is it? Is it advantage or is, is it one of the ones that's just because uh, we I forever I think get it's just a holding? It's yeah. just a str- if they're if they're still on their feet and not prone, then it's just a it's just a flat roll. Yeah. But they yeah. will have disadvantage on I think it's Dex saves or something. It's a very specific. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, they can't roll out of out of the way, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's any easier to make it through their defense. Uh, I yeah. will. Yeah, I'll pull my. Yeah bow and the bow sort of begins to like glow um sort of uh, fluorescent purple and sort of similar colors to most portals that we sort of travel through um and he goes when when traveling through portals please make sure to keep your hands and your body parts to yourself when passing through safely uh or this might happen and i will take the i will use um my planar warrior um, mm. bonus action to take some of the energy from the portal that's behind us and it seeps into the bow and I will shoot it uh, twice. Nice. Roll me your attacks. I will. That is a 21 to hit. And 21 hits. One arrow strikes into the. One. A natural one. So there you go, Henny. I said I'd give you one at some point. <laughs> Much appreciated, old fellow. I think that first hit, like, it, it was on target, but uncomfortably close to potentially grazing Torvald. So the next one, you kind of tried to be a bit more careful and, and it just fluffed it. Uh, it, it ricochets off of the songbird and flies into a tree. Yep. Thank you. So for... For the first attack that does hit, mm-hmm. that is uh, fifteen points of force damage. Nice, that is tasty. 
Um, Lovely. Yeah, and with that second, that's my bonus action done as well. I am going to stay in a nice, comfortable position, <laughs> well away from the danger. Um, oh, and as a, as a free action, I am going to place a sign that says combat in progress. Um, stay back. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> so I, I'm imagining it. Also, it's almost part of you drawing your bow and presumably quiver. Like your quiver actually just has a sign on it. It's just like... <laughs> Warning, combat in progress. Yeah. Trip, trip hazard, old man. <laughs> you need a sign for the sign. Uh, lovely. Uh, right, well, if that's everything on your turn, then uh, we move to Trey. Cool. Uh, before doing anything, I'm talking to free action. I'm just going to say to the old lady, hmm, gold, you say? I'm already 12% gold. Clang, clang. <laughs> Uh, as I begin to to knock her about a little bit, I'm going to use a key point to make Floria blows. How many ones will I get? Uh, no ones, no ones. Okay, so I got nothing below a fifteen. Nothing below a fifteen on how many rolls? Four. Right, fifteen is what you need. So sweet. Okay, let me do this. Okay. Ooh, ooh, okay. That's very nice. Um, 10, 15, 19, 20, 21, 20, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35 bludgeoning damage, and it counts as magical. Monk maths. <laughs> the moment nice. Evie starts counting, you're just like, here we go. <laughs> uh, is that actions and bonuses? Uh, the, the attacks. Uh, those, that's just both of my. That's just both my attacks. So my action. Um, oh, flurry blows. Flurry blows is bonus action. Yeah. Okay. So um, movement. Uh, are you going to stay where you are in? What I'm going to um, ominously say touching distance. Uh, can she? Uh, you know what? I've got a bunch of hit points right now. I'm mostly gold anyway. She can come at me if she wants. Okay. That definitely makes right. it more interesting. Um, all right, well, if that's everything on your turn, um, it's back to the top of the round, and... Henny. Henny. Hello. Right, okay. Let's have a look. So, people turning into gold. Very, very tragic, very exciting. Um... I'll tell you what, I, I do I do feel apologetic for my previous words. Very rude, very unkind. You, madam, are a shining golden goddess and must be appreciated as so. I cast fairy fire. Interesting. Uh, so that is, uh, that's Dex, which mm -hmm. I believe she has disadvantage at. She, she does not, uh, grapple is, grapple is not, David, is only for know. movement. Uh, I, I, I checked. It's, I don't want to. I don't want to overplay it. Sorry. Well, you didn't lie. let's see how we get on with it anyway, because um, I haven't had to roll all game because you lot have been doing it for me. And um, one would one would hope that you know old woman is not naturally too dexterous. One would hope correctly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that a nine is going to do it. It does not. <laughs> uh, as beautiful, like golden light shines and I there you go 
fellows. Uh, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's get this done quickly, and then we can go home and have that tea that we keep talking about. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's... <laughs> as I stay back, I'm like, so that's concentration, that's advantage. Uh, bonus, bonus. Um, you do notice as she starts to what... kind of glow with this, this gold light, she starts to, to whisper to herself, everything still turns to gold. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put that in the next one of my songs. <laughs> going to make millions. Uh, tell you what, try. You um, you watch yourself, old chap, and uh, make sure she doesn't grab you. With that. As You too will be a shiny golden, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Just <laughs> mutters to himself. I can't cast Bartic. Hey. I like how you're calling me Try. Yeah, that's your, that's, that's your name, right? Sure. Try, Trey. <laughs> Try hard, huh? Cousin to conversion. <laughs> I think you've all approached this party with the, the kind of confidence of people who have been working together for a long time, but who got each other's names wrong on the first day, and it's it's just, it's gone on too long. Yeah. It's my good friends, Picket honey. Fence, Honey, and Try. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just, he plays it off as its nicknames. It's like, he doesn't know what's going on. We're all just too polite to correct to correct each other. Wouldn't it be a tragedy if you ever corrected me, eh? Yeah. Wouldn't it be embarrassing? That'd be <laughs> a social nut one. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, I think that makes it Toggle's turn. Um. Okay. At the start of the turn, uh, I'm just gonna squeeze and do a, a D4 of bludgeoning, mm -hmm. which is a massive one point of damage. Ooh. It little helps. Glad we were Anyone. glad we were here for that. Um and then just use my various unarmed I think just just elbows to the face. Mm. Just just a just a noogie. Power noogie. Couple of With couple advantage. of attacks. With advantage so, yeah. because of fairy fire. Oh yeah. And might never know, might get a crit. Uh, exactly. Might get a double in that one. Very close. That was a thirty, which isn't a crit. Okay. <laughs> and then second attack is twenty one. Uh, yeah, it still hits. So altogether, that is twenty-seven points plus the plus the one from the the beginning. And I'm just gonna, you know, take one for the team. I don't want. I I, I want to be the 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 main target if any stuff's being thrown about. It's like you will not touch my friends. And um, that is that is it, for old Satie. So you you just kind of walk stepping back a bit to take um, um, take them out of Trey's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just dragging dragging them along. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to do it half half movement speed. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's enough to get them out of the like the radius as yeah. far as you know. Out of the melee. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, right. Well, if that's everything on your turn, it is indeed back to Paige, and Paige is going to do the same thing. Um, you. Um, feel kind of both hands this time um, just gripping onto your forearm. Um, could you please make me a uh, constitution saving throw? Ah! Uh, uh, that one. A natural one? Mm -hmm. For a five. <laughs> Are we setting some sort of record here? We've got to be. Some Somebody go back and start counting from the top. In fact, Editor Colbold, sorry, this is your job. You've got to go back to the start and do a count, and that one count. 
Must be near dip of double if, figures. If by you're now. gonna roll badly, you might as well roll very badly when Hanny's around. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if Tulval gets turned into a tree, that is a tragedy. It's gonna be if this if Hanny uh, comes back again <laughs> in any other commit, it's just an unwritten rule. Everybody else automatically is cursed to supply Hanny with inspiration. This is this is the tragedy. He is one of life's great survivors, but a singular survivor. <laughs> <laughs> in the war, he constantly, everyone else is dying in the trenches. He's like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> and uh, speaking of curses, um, because you failed the roll by uh, more than five below the DC, uh, mm. you are instantly um, turned into a golden statue. It's gonna be tree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she kind of um, uses the rest of her turn to to wriggle out of your grip. Um, Fair enough. I am in, incapacitado. Right, so. Um, I have safety concerns. But that is everything that she does on her turn. So she, her, it took all of her movement to wriggle free of your um, your golden grip. So um, I wanted to take one for the team and take one for the team I have. Certainly. <laughs> It's the case with this character. You're constantly saving your friends. It's the tragedy. And constantly yeah. being turned into statues. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing new. One time I was just stuff. This is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's everything on her turn, though. So we now move on to Pit Scout. Right, well... I guess it's my turn to uh, take up the mantle of trying to keep her pinned, and I will um, bonus action ensnaring strike. Nice. So um, I'll burn that, and then I've got it. As long as I hit, I get to use it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's basically like. Um, caution ribbon that um twirls around the arrowhead so i'll shoot shoot my arrow let's see what happens oh you 14 to hit 14 does not hit okay we'll try again luckily it only burns when i hit if i can oh 27 to hit 27 will hit okay so can you make me a strength saving throw please Oh, I would uh, love to. That is 10 damage uh, piercing. Right, strength saving throw. Yes, please. It's all down to the dice because I don't have a modifier. 16. Oh! Uh, yeah, you, you save. I think... Yeah. I think... Um, page... Um, it, it kind of... It hits. It still does damage, I'm guessing. Uh, the actual, it's, uh, it only does damage if uh, you fail. Oh, so the first one should have done damage. No, because the first one didn't hit at all. Okay. Hang, oh, hang on. So because I passed the save, right, yeah, no. Yeah. It's so late. yeah, the, the, the actual arrow still did its damage, but the um, when the spell goes off, it's only mm -hmm. on a hit. That was uh, what I was angling for. What was the am and, ang arrow damage? Uh, that was a, it was ten piercing for the actual arrow. Okay. Um, but yeah, the only the spell only does damage if you fail. Okay. Um, so not a lot of nothing. Yeah. So I think it it does embed in her shoulder 
but um, it almost kind of just just instantly turns into gold and and is almost um, just just becomes part of her. Um, she she barely no- seems to seems to notice. Um, My caution ribbon doesn't follow the rules. She doesn't. I bet she doesn't even wash her hands when she's finished in the bathroom. That's it. Oh. <laughs> that is not sanitary. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Um, just gipping at that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy of, of spreading infections. In that case, uh, we move to uh, Trey at the bottom of the round. Cool. Um... I guess I will... Okay, so what I'll do first is I'll do my two attacks and put one of them in a stunning strike uh, just to see if that helps at mm-hmm. all. Okay. Uh, nothing under a 19 for my two hits? Oh, if they're both 19s, then yeah, they both hit. Excellent. Uh, can she please make me a con saving throw? A con saving throw. Do you have to roll the damage as well? I guess I'm doing that. Okay. Oh, well, that is a six. That fails. Okay, cool. She's stunned until the end of my next turn. Very nice. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, okay, uh, sorry, uh, adding out. Uh, that was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. That's seventeen damage on those attacks. Seventeen damage on the attacks. Yes. And how is she looking? <laughs> um. Well. As you kind of punched her and and uh, stunned her, um, she kind of she did appear to to f- um, freeze up. Like her um, her movements became very sluggish, and then as you pelted her with more attacks, um, you seem to have switched her lights off. So how how do you do this? Ooh. How do I punch an old woman to death? Uh... In 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 the in the least cancelable way possible. <laughs> I would say that. Good God to try <laughs> off camera. There's <laughs> um, eighty two. As you um, as you all kind of look on, you 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 notice that um, the more damage she's taken, um, actually the more translucent she's gotten. Um, so. She's she's gotten more and more ethereal with every hit, um, so it's not so much you beating an old lady to a pulp, so much as um, forcing her to to kind of take on her true spectral form. And as the the final blow lands, and um, she's almost entirely um, transparent, but still still kind of limed in this this golden light. Um, you hear the sound of a um, a chord just bit booming around from the sky, and um, a beam of light erupts from the clouds, um, descending upon a ray of light. You see a uh, an Azamar, um, resplendent white wings, uh, just descend uh, completely naked from the skies. And um, towards um, Paige, who looks towards um, 
the angel and and there's a kind of a, a look of relief and uh, uh and almost resignation uh, re recognition for what's what's going to happen to her in this place um they walk towards the tree um the the tree stump which you blink and suddenly um a trick of the light it has been uh, replicated um off up into the clouds uh, infinitely and you see her turn to you um she pats her pockets sheepishly and says seems that i must pay the piper might i trouble you for my two coins <laughs> i was keeping them safe for you my dear uh blessings upon you and fair travels you drop the two coins into um into her palm and she passes them to the angel who um puts his uh arm around her and they start to ascend um this stairway to heaven <laughs> audience now um we do have a, a little bit of an order of business. Um, does anybody have a way of um, de-goldifying Torvald? Would dispel magic work? I think that would probably suffice, yeah. <laughs> you two talk among yourselves. <laughs> Pipe your mouth like, right. And then they put you in the town hall. And the, the terrible thing is, old fellow, then you start donating your eyes, which are gems, and they strip bits of it. It's a terrible tragedy. And then eventually they throw the entire body away. Very, very sad. <laughs> Dispel magic. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You didn't miss any celestial hosts or uh, <laughs> the fact you missed out on that. Now, oh, that, that is a shame. Is I would a like to have something to tell uh, Tina for next book, but whatever. <laughs> I think, as as much as uh, Hanny is kind of narrating um, over over this, you you do um, with your supremely high um, passive perception. You you do notice the kind of closing as um, uh, the uh, tree stump, and, and actually um, you 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 clock as well. Um, the, you finally see the source of the pipe music. A, a satyr just sat to one side playing hornpipes, who gives you a a nod and then shoots off um but yeah that's uh that's everything so uh it just leaves me to say uh thank you everyone for joining us for tonight's game which uh we hope you enjoyed watching as much as we all enjoyed playing if you liked tonight you'll be glad to hear that we play DD every monday and tuesday from 6 p.m in uk time and you can also join us on Friday, again from 6pm UK time, for Talk Together or Talking is a Free Action. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. And you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com forward slash RollTogetherRPG. There are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Just search for RollTogetherRPG. We want to say a massive thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, there'll be a link in chat now. Thank you, Kobolds. So uh, please do join them uh, because every penny helps us to make all of this fantastic content that we do. And, and also a big thanks to all of our sponsors and supporters. And don't forget, we are all over social media as Roll Together RPG. Thanks for watching and we'll see you soon.